speak God, tonight God will give everyone a word I believe I believe I believe I believe we might not take so much time you know funny enough anytime I say we will not take so much time we will rather end up taking much time when I say today God will, God will speak to everybody God ends up not giving us a lot of word so but I believe that the Holy Ghost will have its own way amen so tonight I am ready i don't know whether you are ready if you don't have your wine and your drink get your wine or drink any drink or wine you have at home pick it up pick your bread we will do the communion very soon but before we enter into the time of communion i want to share with you um, 15 strategic prayers strict 15 strategic prophetic prayers that you need to pray you see Every time you receive a prophecy, there are about 15 strategic prayers that you need to pray. And I want to share them with you briefly. 15 strategic prayers that everyone who ever receives whatever prophecy should pray that prayer. Because the prayer you pray can also tell whether the prophecy will be manifested or not when god gives something when god reveals something to you about the future when god gives you a word a prophetic word either in a dream or in a vision or through any man of god there are about 15 strategic prophetic prayers that you need to pray so that you see manifestation so i'll mention them get your pen and your diaries ready are you ready for the 15 strategic prayer points, prayer topics that you need to pray? Are you ready? Type yes. If you are ready, type yes. If you are ready, type yes. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. So, I can see we are all ready now. Number one. Number one. Is prayer for the release of prophecy actors 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 when you read the bible you will understand that when the prophet Elisha prophesied in 2 Kings chapter 7 that tomorrow about this time a seer of fine flesh shall be sold for a shekel, the Bible says that when he prophesied, the prophecy happened. But the prophecy did not just happen. There were actors. There were people who were supposed to play a certain role so that the prophecy would come into manifestation. So the first prayer is the prayer for the release of prophecy actors. Who were the actors in this prophecy? The actors were the four leprous men. The Bible says that God released these four leprous men, and when they were running, the sound of their feet sounded like chariots of horses. 
And so the enemies ran away. And at the end of the day, because of the four leprous men, the prophecy Elisha prophesied came to pass. When you read Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 1, Ezra chapter 1 verse 1, sorry, Ezra 1 1, the Bible says that for the prophecy of Jeremiah to come to pass, God stirred up the heart of the king. God stirred up the heart of the king. So it is that I'm talking about Cyrus, king, the um, Cyrus, Cyrus, the king of Persia. For the prophecy by Jeremiah to come to pass, the Lord stirred up Cyrus' heart so that Cyrus will do what he must do. Anytime you receive a prophecy, there are some human beings or some men or women who are supposed to come into the scene and play a certain role so that the prophecy will happen. So I call them prophecy actors. When you pray, you must pray that God will release the prophecy actors. In other words, any man or woman who must play a certain role for the manifestation of the prophecy to come to pass, that prayer must be prayed. You understand me? Number two is the prayer to understand the prophecy. Prayer to understand the prophecy. Anytime you receive a prophecy, you must also pray that you will understand the prophecy. Not everybody understands the prophecy they have received. There is a difference between hearing a prophecy and understanding a prophecy. The fact that you hear me prophesy or God speaks to you does not mean you understand what God said. You need to now graduate to the next level where you understand the exact meaning or the exact understanding of what God said. So it is one thing to hear and another thing to understand. It is only those who understand who can now see manifestation of the prophetic word. Number three is the prayer for divine timing. Prayer for divine timing. Every prophecy is made or fabricated in time. There is time for every prophetic word. Anytime God prophesies or God gives gives you a word, the word is manifest or is supposed to come to pass within a certain time frame. When God speaks and prophesies that 10 years by this time, you are going to become the next president. It means that after 10 years, if you have not become the president, then something is wrong. If after 10 years you did not become the president, then something has affected the timing of the word. Anytime God speaks, the word is connected to time. There is a particular time for that prophecy you receive to come to pass. And anytime that word does not come to pass, there's a problem. So what you do is that you must always pray that the timing, the demons God has put in place concerning your prophecy will never delay. You need to pray a prayer that God will cause the divine timings to always happen. You see, heaven has a calendar concerning your life. The calendar of God concerning your life is different from the calendar of humanity. So anytime God speaks a word concerning your life, it is according to the calendar and the time timetable of God. So your prophecy must happen according to the divine timings and the heaven's calendar. It is either The prophecy comes as time as it was said, or 
or, or not because as long as it delays it affects many things many years ago it was prophesied that the people of Israel will be on the desert in captivity for a certain number of years however when one prophet of God understood the time he was able to pray and intercede to the extent that instead of instead of the Israelites to stay in uh, um, how do you call it in captivity for that number of years they were able to stay minus one year so instead of seven they stayed 69. This is to that, that as long as you pray into the divine timings, you will never be delayed. Number four is prayer for the modeling grace. Prayer for the modeling grace. That is the ability to model the prophecy. Prayer to model. Anytime you receive a prophecy, you receive the ability to model the prophecy. But so you should pray that God will give you the ability and the grace so that you model the prophecy. Modeling the prophecy means that you are going to a prophecy, you are going to become the prophecy, and you are going to look like what was prophesied. If God said that you are going to become a medical doctor, and you have rather become a native doctor. Then all of you are doctors, but you are not what God said you should become. So if God said you are going to be a medical doctor and you become a native doctor, you have not modeled the prophetic word. Once God speaks that this is what you are supposed to be, you must become exactly what God said you should become. Not something less than that. And that is what we call the modeling grace. Number six, prayer for the wisdom for capacity and structure prayer for the wisdom for capacity and structure anytime you receive a prophetic word you must pray for the wisdom for capacity for that word and the structure so that you'll be able to sustain the prophetic word when we give you a prophetic word you receive the word but what makes the word sustainable is the wisdom and the structure you build so, wisdom for the capacity and structure is very important. When you receive a prophetic word that you are going and do that, it means that you need wisdom for the capacity of that prophetic word. And you also need wisdom to build and establish structures. A structure will help you sustain the prophecy. Sometimes people receive a prophetic word that they are going to become a businessman but they never build any structure. They don't build capacity for the word. So building capacity means going for knowledge, going for knowledge, going for wisdom. Learnings, building yourself, training, developing yourself, and putting in place structures that will sustain the prophecy. If God has said that you are going to become a, the richest man in your generation, Build a structure so that the prophecy will not just end with you when you die, but people who will come after you will also come and enjoy the prophecy. Am I talking to somebody? Number seven is prayer for sensitivity and discernment. Prayer for sensitivity and discernment. Anytime you receive a prophetic word, the word will come to pass, but you need sensitivity so that you will know when the word is coming to pass. 
You need discernment. You know when the prophecy is in motion. There are many times when the prophecy is in motion, we don't see and we don't know. There are many times when the prophecies concerning your lives are coming to pass, you don't even get to understand, you don't even get to know that the prophecy is even happening. All you think about is you want to see the end result. There are many people that God has said things about them that when the prophecy was actually in motion, they were not able to know, they were not able to see it. The Lord said that he was going to give you a marriage, a certain man, but because a certain man came your way and the man was too short. I remember when I was in the secondary school, I had a certain senior, his guy name or nickname was too short. The guy was too short. When you have such a man coming your way, because the man, it does not match the criteria that you want of a husband, you turn that miracle aside. Anytime the devil wants to destroy you, the devil will introduce a man. Anytime God will also want to bless you, God will introduce a man. Your responsibility is to be sensitive and to be discerning so that you know which man God has brought you with. And which of the men has been sent and the one sent by the devil? So when prophecy is in motion, you must pray a prayer of sensitivity that God will make you sensitive so that when the prophecy is happening, you will be able to see it and it will not pass you by. Number eight, prayer against distractions. Prayer against what? Distractions. Prayer against distractions. Anytime you receive a prophecy, one of the prayers you should pray is that prayer, God will deliver you from distractions. God will deliver you from what? Distraction. When I say distraction, it is anything that prevents somebody from concentrating on something else. Anything that has the ability to provide extreme agitation of the mind. Anything that prevents you from concentrating or focusing on the prophetic word, it is a distraction. Sin is a distraction. Some human beings can also become distractions. Sometimes even your mobile phone can be a distraction. Certain decisions and choices can become distractions. And, and certain things can be. So you need to pray that anything like a distraction that will stop you from seeing the prophetic word, you need to pray against it because actions can stop the prophecy from manifesting. Distractions can prevent you from seeing the manifestation of the prophetic word. So one of the prayers you need to be praying is the prayer against distractions. Number nine, prayer against strange birds. Prayer against strange birds. Birds, a bird has a wing, a bird flies. Prayer against strange birds. Why am I saying strange birds? Because when you read chapter number 13, when you read Matthew chapter 13, Jesus was teaching and he gave a parable and said that there was a sower who went to sow and some of the seeds fell by the wayside and some birds came and devoured the seed. Some of the seeds fell by the wayside and some strange birds came to devour the sea. Now when the apostles went to Jesus, when the disciples went to Jesus, that Jesus should explain the meaning of this parable, Jesus said this to them. 
He said, the bed I spoke to you about is representing the devil. He said the, the devil. The bird is the devil. Are we together? The bird is the devil. Anytime you receive a prophetic word, there is something we call the strange bird. The agenda of the strange bird is to steal the prophecy. Is to steal the prophecy. Is to destroy the prophecy. Anytime the seed is sown, a bird will appear. Immediately the sower sowed the seed, a bird appeared. A bird appeared. And the bird decided that the Bible said that the bird is the wicked one. Matthew 13, verse 19. The Bible said that the bird is the wicked one. The wicked one has an agenda. And the agenda is to steal what was sown. Prophecy is like a seed because it is the word of God. Jesus said the seed is the word. Anytime you receive a prophetic word, the bird will appear. Satan will come around. The wicked one will come. So when you receive a prophetic word, don't be excited. You receive a prophecy that you are going to get pregnant, don't be excited. Don't be just you know, jumping up and down. Remember that immediately the prophecy is released, the devil also comes around and he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy that prophecy. The agenda of Satan is to ensure that that prophecy on your life never comes to pass. That is why anytime you receive a prophecy, you must pray against strange bears who eat up prophecies, who destroy the prophecies of men. And I pray for you today that any strange bird around you which is waiting to devour your prophecy, goes fire deal with them. Number 10 is prayer for a high measure of faith, hope, and love. Prayer for a measure of faith, hope, and love. Prayer for a high level or measure of faith, hope, and love. These three things are very powerful. Anytime you receive a prophecy, you must pray that God will increase your faith for the prophecy. You must pray that God will increase your faith. Because without faith, no is God. The Bible says that he that comes to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The Bible says if you have faith as little as a master seed, you shall say to these mountains to be moved. And it shall be moved. Men of faith are men of possibilities. The Bible says that to him that believeth, all things are possible. So when you walk in faith, you are able to do the unimaginable. A man of faith can do the impossible. A man of faith can cause things that cannot happen to happen. A man of faith can command the supernatural to take place. That is why in the Bible, the women received their dead back to life because of faith. The Bible said that by faith, they quenched the mouth of lions. They quench the mouth of lions. By faith, the elders obtained a good testimony and a good report. So you need faith when you receive a prophecy. Because sometimes the prophecy may not look like you. The prophecy may not look like your background. When you look at your colleague and you look at your family and your background, everything that was prophesied looks like it is impossible. So you need faith to believe the prophecy. You need faith to walk in that prophecy. Now, aside faith, you need hope. Sometimes the situations of life and the wind and the storms of life can come so hard at you. It doesn't matter whether you are a pastor, 
You are a bishop, you are a prophet, you are an apostle, you are a child of God. There are times when life will come so hard at you. And all hope looks like it because you have prayed and prayed and prayed. And the answer to the prayer has not come. You have trusted God and trusted God. And sometimes you ask yourself, is it good to live a pure life or you should have even joined all these slave queens who are doing all kinds of things. Sometimes it looks as if it was better you should have gone into the world than remaining a Christian. All because when you stayed chased for God, God gave you a marriage and the marriage has even destroyed your Christian life. But ladies and gentlemen, there is something we call hope. Hope is very powerful. Hope is very strong. The Bible says that when a tree is cut, because the tree has hope, at the scent of water, because of hope, it shall sprout again. So do not throw your hope away. Do not throw your hope away because hope means that things can change. Hope means that the bad situation can become good. Hope means that what was dead can become can come into life. The Bible says that Abraham was a very old man and his body was dead. There was no way Abraham could impregnate a woman. But the Bible says against all hope, Abraham believed God that once God has said it, God was going to do it. And so because of the hope Abraham had, he was able to conceive and he was able to impregnate his wife Sarah. And they gave birth to a bouncy baby boy. I pray that in case you are losing hope, may you not lose hope now. This is not the time to lose hope. Just have some hope. Your scholarship has not come. Have some hope. Your business is not doing well. Have some hope. There is hope for you. Your marriage is not working. There is hope for you. The sickness is still worrying you. There is hope for you. Hope is very powerful. Once there is hope, there can be a change of story. So, when you receive a prophecy, pray for a high measure of faith, a high measure of, of hope, and a high measure of love. Because love is the fruit of the Spirit. Love is the communication and the language of God. The Bible says, Beloved, let us love, for God is love. Anytime a man is working in love, the man is working in the realm of God. The Bible says that if you are a human being, and you say you love God who you cannot see, yet you hate your brother whom you see, then you are a liar. Then the truth is not in you. Then you are not working in the realm of God. But anybody that works in the realm of God is somebody that works in love. The more you work in love, the more you attract the God's attention. The more you work in love, the more you are able to position yourself to receive from the supernatural. So you must pray for a higher measure of faith, hope, and love. Number 11, you must uh, pray against family forces and ancient gates. Prayer against family forces, ancient gates, and patterns. Prayer against forces, ancient gates, and patterns. I want you to understand that when you receive a, pro a, a prophecy, one of the prayers you should pray is the prayer against family forces, ancient gates, and patterns. In every family, there is a pattern. There is a pattern in every family. When you go to some families, every man is a drunkard. It is a pattern. When you go to some families, 
Everybody that has a child is never married. It is a pattern. When you go to some families, everybody that ever, ever has, ever was born has about, about, you know, separate, separate, many, many siblings. And almost about 10 siblings, none of them is one mother, one father. When you go to some families, there is a pattern where everybody will get married, but you will never give birth. In fact, in some families, the maximum number of children you can have is just one. Everybody has one child. Everybody has one. It is a pattern. Now, understand that some of these patterns can fight prophecies. So when you receive a prophetic word, in fact, in some families, there is a pattern that everyone will stay local. Nobody will become international. In other words, nobody will travel outside of his country. So sometimes when you pray or when you receive a prophecy, some, some of these patterns will start fighting you. Some of these patterns will start fighting you because, because it is something that is in the family. It will start, it will start fighting you and fighting you so that it, you are reduced to the same pattern in the family. So it is important that anytime you receive a prophetic word, you must pray against the patterns in the family which fight against the prophecies that you have received. There are many forces in the family. There are many things that does not want you to become what God wants you to be. So one of the prayers you should pray is that you will overcome family pattern that fights prophecies. Number 12 is prayer against bad decisions and choices. Prayer against bad decisions and choices. You see, God can give you a very powerful prophecy. But if you don't make a good choice and make a good decision, the prophecy may not come to pass. If, for example, God sent angel Gabriel from heaven to visit you right now. And right now, as you listen to me, suddenly an angel appears in your room and you even feel like running away. And the angel tells you, do not fear, for I am angel Gabriel sent to you. The Lord has sent me to tell you that you must read law. And for you are going to become a lawyer. Your destiny is tied to law. For after you have even been called to the bar, you will be called to the bench. And after you are called to the bench, many, many other opportunities will come and promotions. Now, if you receive such a prophecy and you decide to enroll in the school of medicine instead of the school of law, you will frustrate the prophecy uh, all because of your choice and the decisions you made. So prophecy are as powerful as the choices you make. Prophecy is as powerful as the choices you make. I repeat, prophecies are as powerful as the choices you make. Your choices make the prophecy come to pass or not. The decisions you make can either make the prophecy manifest or not. So when you receive a prophecy, you need to pray against bad decisions and bad choices connected to the prophetic word. You need to pray that God will help you, that you make good decisions and you will make good choices. Number 13 is prayer for wisdom to manifest the prophetic word. Prayer for wisdom. Anytime you receive a prophetic word, you need to pray for wisdom, wisdom to manage the prophetic word. 
It is not every prophecy you share with people. It is not every prophecy you receive that you begin telling your friends, Oh, the man of God said I will become this. And this is what the man of God said. In fact, this is the dream I have. There are some, there are some unnecessary battles and fights in life you need to avoid by the use of your wisdom. So, Bible said that by wisdom a house is built. By wisdom a house is built. So, anytime you receive a prophecy, prophecy is like building a house. You need wisdom to build and manifest the prophetic word. Without wisdom, you cannot build a house because it takes only wisdom to build a house. Bible says that wisdom is life. Wisdom is life. Go for wisdom. If you go for wisdom, God will help you to manifest the prophetic word you receive. Now the last but one, number 14, is prayer for resources, prayer for all the resources that you need for the prophecy. Prayer for the resources you need for the prophecy. Understand that there are many different kinds of resources. There are many different types of resources. We have financial resources. We have natural resources. We have human resources. There, we have, there are many kinds of resources. Now, when you receive a prophecy, there are some resources that must be provided so that the prophecy will come to pass. Sometimes you need capital. Sometimes you need money. Sometimes you need connections. Sometimes the prophecy you have received, you need somebody who knows somebody to connect you to somebody and that person will connect you. So sometimes it is not just about the prophecy. You need to pray that every resource you need, that the prophecy will come to pass, God should provide it. It is very important that you, you need to pray for the resources. There are some prophecies you need money. You need money. So you need to pray, start praying that God, every resource I need so that I become what you have said I should become, let it be provided. It is when you begin to pray such prayers that God releases the resources. Understand this, for every assignment of God, there is a consignment. For every assignment, there is a consignment. For every mission, there is a provision. For every mission, there is a provision. If God gives you a prophetic word that places you on a mission, it means that God will provide for you. God will bring the provision. If God gives you an assignment because of the prophecy you receive, it means that God will provide that consignment. So you need to pray that every resource you need, God will provide that resource. It will help you manifest the word. And finally, 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 the next prayer you should pray when you receive a prophetic word is to pray for the prophets who prophesied. Pray for the prophet who prophesied to you so that he will receive more and pray for the grace to stay connected to the man. Do you understand me? Pray for the prophet who God used and also pray so that you will stay connected. There are many people, immediately God gives them a word, they, they, they run away. They only 
came to receive prophecy. So once they have come, they are done. They just leave. But pray for the grace to stay connected. Why am I saying this? Because we see in parts and we prophesy in parts. We don't see the whole picture. We only see a fraction of it. So when we prophesy to you, we are prophesying because there is only a small fraction God has revealed. But there are many bigger things and deeper things God will reveal. As you stay connected, as you stay connected, you partake in the grace. You partake in the grace. You partake in the grace that is upon the servant of God. So pray for him so that if there are deeper things that needs to be shared, if there are any clarity provided, God will just release it into your hand. God will just release it into your hand. So you need to pray that God will help you. When we read Philippians chapter 1 verse 7, Philippians chapter 1 verse 7, when I'm done, we'll begin to do, we'll just have our communion or I don't know how God will do it. But just get ready right now. Let me read the scripture. Philippians chapter 1 verse 7. Paul says something. And this is what Paul said. To the church or to the believers. He says that it is right for me to feel this way about all of you. Since I have all of you in my heart. And whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel. All of you share in God's grace with me. All of you share in God's grace with me. In fact, when you read other versions, maybe the King James, it says that you are all partakers of my grace. Philippians 1.7 You are all partakers of my grace. Anytime you receive a prophetic word, the grace upon that servant who released that word unto you you partake of the grace that is upon him. So you need to pray for him and stay connected. As long as you stay connected, Paul says that I have you in. Having somebody in the heart means that you are connected to the person. He said, I have you in my heart. And whether I am in chains or I am free, I defending the gospel or I confirming the gospel, he said that as long as you are in my heart, you are partakers of my grace. There are some people who are not in our hearts. There are some people who are also not in your heart. It is possible that people come around but they are not in your heart. So as long as you are in the heart of the man of God, you partake of the grace that is upon him. If you are able to do these things, anytime the man prays, the prayer touches you. Anytime the man prays that God, the people you have given to me, God lets you enjoy that grace because you are in his heart and you have become partakers of his grace. My prayer is that everybody connected to this Zoom platform, you shall become a partaker of the grace of God. You shall become a partaker of the grace of God in this place. If you have joined us even for the first time, the grace of God in this house shall begin to work in your life. Whatever is lost, shall be found in the name of Jesus. Every chronic situation in your life is coming to an end. Every battle you are going through shall come to an end because you are partakers of the grace. Because you are partakers of the grace, I declare over you every controversy in your life, every contention you are going through, by you being a partaker of the grace, you are coming out of that contention. 
God is bringing divine healing. God is bringing breakthrough. The Bible says that believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe also in his prophet and you shall prosper. The prosperity anointing is connected to the prophetic anointing. The prosperity anointing is connected to the prophetic anointing. As long as you are in, uh, enjoying and partakers of the prophetic grace, you are supposed to prosper. Therefore, it is an error for you to be a partaker of the prophetic grace and not prosper. If you are not prospering around this atmosphere, then check your lifestyle because then something is wrong somewhere. But I declare over your life, as long as you are a partaker of this grace and this commission, I decree and declare prosperity is your portion. Prosperity is your portion. Financial prosperity is your portion. Ministry prosperity is your portion. The grace to prosper is your portion. The ability to do well is your portion. I decree and declare, may God bring you to the realm where you experience God. I pray that as you make up your mind to begin to pray all these strategic prayers, God shall every prophecy on your be manifested. May God open doors where doors are shut. May God open heavens over your life. I decree and declare by the grace of God in this house, you are destined to prosper. You are destined to make it. A thousand shall fall by your side and ten thousand by your right hand. But it shall not come near you. With your hands shall be behold and see the reward of the wicked. I declare over your life that in the name of Jesus, even though your beginning shall be small, your end shall be great. In the name of Jesus, I bless you with the blessings of God. I bless you with the blessings of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. At this moment, I want you to pray this simple prayer. I want you to pray and tell God that God, let every prophetic word concerning my life since the day I was born. Please take note of the prayer. We are praying that every prophetic word concerning the day you were born, may God cause it to manifest. Number two, you are praying that anybody that is a prophecy actor, anybody that must come into your life, in order for the prophecies about you to come to pass, may God cause the person to come around. 